Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! Wednesday, March 3rd. It was an interesting night in sports. I felt like I watched more college and NBA on Tuesday night than I had in a while. Uh, After I beat up on my little son in chess in the afternoon, I uh, hunkered down for that Baylor uh, WVU clash. Really good game. I uh, bet on it, got lucky, and uh, Baylor came back to cover. But um, Listen, I wanted to make this podcast about the NFL because we had such good response to the Dak Prescott discussion with Nui Scruggs from yesterday. I wanted to kind of go to the next level, but there really wasn't anything in the NFL. There there was just nothing popped off. Listen, this Dak, I want to be paid like Pat Mahomes story is nonsense. (laughs) I'm not talking about that. Now, I know I have a duty to do a daily podcast and I got to hit whatever's hot, but that's that's asinine. That's stupid. That makes no sense. Come on, Dak Prescott. I want to get paid like Patrick Mahomes. Are you kidding me? Like that's just that's silly. That's not even like a a real sports story. There is zero chance that Dak Prescott walked into the meeting with Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and said, "Yo, Patrick Mahomes set the market. Um, I need to get what Patrick Mahomes got." Like, there's just no way. There's Dak has no when you okay. Why? 
Because that's what the market says. Nope, that's not how it works. This is not selling a house, okay? <laughs> if you want to make this selling a house stack, fine. We'll give comps. Who are your comps? Carson Wentz? Okay, yeah, we'll look at that Carson Wentz deal. That was awful. We already regret it. We already dumped him. Is Jared Goff a comp? I mean, he went to a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah, like Jared Goff already done in with the Rams. Like, if you want to talk comps, we can, but Patrick Mahomes ain't the name to come out your mouth. So I'm done with Dak Prescott for now. Obviously, we'll revisit it when the Cowboys make whatever decision they do. It would be foolish to tag him. I say let him walk, but you got to have a deal in your back pocket for Russell Wilson. And I don't know that that's there. But um, I don't want to make this all Cowboys all the time. Although, you know, truth be told, right now they are the story because a lot of dominoes fall after two guys make a decision. What's Dak going to do? Is he going to get franchise tags, sign a long-term deal, or is Dallas going to let him walk? then becomes, well, if Dallas is letting him walk, it's got to be for Russell Wilson. They can't get into Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And then what happens with Watson? Uh, Right now, I would rank it Miami, Carolina, Jets. These things are fluid. It is only March 3rd. It's very liable to change here in a week. So let's get to basketball for a sec. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on the paperclips, choking away another one. Another one bites the dust for the paperclips. Close game, fourth quarter, with Boston, what happens? Clippers lose. Clippers lose. Paul George stinks up the joint again in the fourth. Now, the reason I'm not spending much time on this is because Kawhi Leonard did not play. Load management Kawhi Leonard sat out and Boston wins again. Just remember, I put it out there. Boston was the team to challenge um, the Brooklyn Nets in the East. That will come to fruition. You will remember it. You will say, man, McIntyre was all over that. Damn, he good. Um, Elsewhere in the association... You know, I, I did bet on Atlanta. They fired their coach, Lloyd Pierce. Uh, probably not worth talking about. And, you know, after the coach is fired in the NFL, there's always this, oh, they just fired their coach. They're in disarray. Let me bet against them. That's the wrong way to do it. Usually you bet on the team that fired their coach. They come out inspired. I bet on the Hawks. They were dogs against the Heat. I didn't even know Jimmy Buc- Buckets was out. Butler, by the way, man, rough year. Coming off that uh, uh, bubble performance where he was heroic. And uh, the Heat get squashed. Heat are now 17 and 18, under 500. And I'm just going to say this about Jimmy Butler for the Knicks fans who are begging me to talk about Thibodeau and the Knicks, okay? Knicks, by the way, got smashed Tuesday night uh, by the Spurs. Tom Thibodeau just rides his best players heavy minutes every week. And then by the time they hit 30, historically, a few of them have hit a wall quickly and gone downhill. Two that, uh, I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to really bring up Derrick Rose because of the injuries, but Luol Deng and Joachim Noah are two that come to mind. They were great on those Bulls teams. They're not going to get by LeBron's heat, though. And Thibodeau just rode them. And right now, Tibbs is riding Julius Randle hard. I think he's second in the league in minutes played. And listen, it's working. They're 500, but zoom out for a minute and look at the Knicks, okay? There could be some upside, okay? I don't know about OB Toppin. We don't know what he's going to be yet. He's in the dunk contest. Um, The dunk contest, by the way, not that appealing. Uh, Three names, Anthony Simons of Portland, Cassius Stanley, a rookie from Duke who barely plays on the Pacers, and uh, OB Toppin. Not exactly a uh, make it a Saturday night thing for the dunk contest, but Curry's in the three-point contest, so I'll watch that. But... Just when you look at the Knicks right now, like, okay, 
I'm going to fade them in the second half. I'll be writing a piece for Fox Sports this week on how to bet the NBA second half of the season. Fading the Knicks is going to be one of them. But even if they get to the playoffs, six seed, seven, eight, they're going to get smashed, maybe even in the play-in. Um, and then in the first or sec- uh, first round, for sure. And at that point, it's like, okay, we got to the playoffs, hooray. Uh, what's next? And they got a lot of cap room. And yes, they may be appealing to free agents. But overall, like, there's just there's not that much greatness on the immediate horizon for the Knicks. I still need to see a big star. I don't want to hear Oladipo. If you guys can convince Carl Anthony Towns to, you know, demand out of Minnesota um, and get to the Knicks, that could work. Um, that's a foundational piece. But overall, like, I'm not super geeked about the Knicks uh, like I was when they had Jeremy Lin. <laughs> yes, I had to snake that Jeremy Lin reference in there. All right, now to what I think is the biggest story in in the NBA uh, here on Wednesday. And it involves James Harden, the man, the myth, the legend. James Harden is getting his number retired by the Houston Rockets. And, of course, everybody's just totally bagging on the Rockets. Like, oh, what a bunch of losers. Jeez. Harden demands out. They trade him. They've lost, what, 15 in a row now. It's like more like 9 or 10. And they stink. And now Houston's going to go retire his number. And, you know, you think in the annals of the Houston Rockets, obviously, Akeem the Dream is number one all time, but... I mean, James Harden has to be the second best player in franchise history, right? I mean, Harden is hes incredible in Houston. Took them to amazing heights. Um, what's wrong with retiring his number? Just because of the way he got out of Houston? And then everybody wants to continue to hold this over Harden's head that, oh, he begged out of Houston. There's no way he can be an MVP contender. And that makes no sense to me. What does it matter? I, and we talked about this. Sometimes in life, to get where you want to be, you've got to have some ugly things happen, right? And the way he left Houston, yeah, it was ugly, but it had to happen. Why? Because the Brooklyn Nets are now favorites to win the NBA championship. Uh, hello, it worked. It's smart. The Rockets are a flaming dumpster fire right now. What, what do you mean the way he left Houston? What superstar ever leaves with grace? That's extremely difficult to force a trade out and, and, and not come out looking like a bad guy. Paul George leaving Indiana. Okay, that was not pretty. Jimmy Butler leaving Chicago. Not pretty. Kyrie Irving hits the game-winning three to, in Game 7 for the Cavs. A year later, he's demanding out. Um, Anthony Davis in New Orleans. My gosh. You remember how ugly that was? Horrible. They were booing him at home. So James Harden forced his way out. So what? That should definitely not rule him out from being in the MVP contention. And I'll say this, and it's not too hot of a take. The real reason that people are afraid of James Harden is because ultimately the Nets are going to finish with the best record in the NBA. James Harden's going to be the main reason why not Durant, not Kyrie, and there's going to be massive support for James Harden to win the MVP. But you guys have to remember who votes on the MVP, and that's the media. And the media has seen this before. Harden the MVP. Harden doesn't get it done in the postseason. And I actually believe Harden probably will have a better case than LeBron come season's end. I'm sorry to be disrespectful to Joel Embiid. I I just don't see it, guys. 
He's been great. No, no doubt about it. Joel Embiid has been phenomenal. But in the big picture, Joel Embiid just, he's not going to get it. They're not going to finish number one. I don't even know if they're going to finish two. I'm telling you right now, the Milwaukee Bucks are starting to percolate. You know how you put like a, a, like a, a bowl of hot water, a, a, a pot of hot water on the stove, and then you turn it on, and maybe you'll go and check your email, or you'll make a phone call, and then you wait for the hot water to boil? Like, that's right now the stage of the Milwaukee Bucks. And I'm not a believer in this team. I'm not a huge believer in them in the playoffs, but they will get it right. Drew Holiday coming off the COVID situation, and the Bucks struggled without him. Once the Bucks get it going here in the second half, they will take off. And I believe it will be Brooklyn number one, Milwaukee number two, Philly number three. And at that point, remember, Joel Embiid's going to probably miss 12 to 13 games. And it's like, okay, Embiid missed a bunch of games. Like, can he really win the MVP? He's going to have good numbers. I mean, we already know what's going to happen in the playoffs. Doc Rivers is the coach. Okay? Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and then I don't know who their third best player is. I don't want to hear Steph Curry. No, he's not. He's very good. He's a good four. He's not a good three. It, Danny, It's not Danny Green. It's not Matisse Thibel. And, and... Tobias Harris, guys, if he's your, like, I guess, but now you're looking at your best three players being, what is, uh, Embiid is seven feet, I think Simmons is 6'9", and Tobias Harris is 6'8". In a league where you need the ball in your hands to dominate, and it's overrun by wings, Tobias Harris does not have the handle to take over and create plays at the end of games. Ben Simmons is limited because of the lack of three-point ability. And now you're just talking about Joel Embiid. Like, they're built differently, and I understand the logic behind how they were built. I just don't know if that's going to be successful in the postseason. Um, so I think I, I think right now James Harden is, in my projection, he's going to be the guy to beat for the MVP award. And I got no problem with the way he forced his way out of town. They, of course things are going to get ugly. Don't get me started on how many athletes have had ugly exits and still had their number retired. Like, you don't have to win a championship to have your number retired. There's no rule about that. Like, I, I I can't believe Chris Webber is not in the NBA Hall of Fame. And he sh- certainly should have his number retired by Sacramento if it's not. I don't know if it is off the top of my head. So that's where I am on James Harden. And um, I want to bring it to Rob G now to talk Harden because he's a hater. He's a James Harden hater. Rob G, take it away. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, first off, Jason, there is a lot to unpack there with what you said. And I, I, I shouldn't have let you go as long as you did because I knew you kind of take me <laughs> in 12 different tangents. But let me just start off with the uh, the James Harden thing first. Um, I'm surprised you didn't know, but his jersey's already retired in Houston. Don't you know yeah, that story when he, yeah, when he yeah, spent a million dollars in one night and his jersey got hung up in the rafters <laughs> by the, uh, the ladies uh, at that gentleman's club? Uh, I mean, respect to that one. So first disrespectful. And but... Um, as far as what Houston is doing, let me just say this, that I do think that his jersey should be retired as a Rocket. Um, I think that's that's number one. But doing it now is asinine. Oh, and this, stop and, it. and here's a word that I don't use very often. I know it's popular uh, with the kids these days. It's popular in the group chats that I'm in. 
the timing of this announcement makes Houston look like a cuckold. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Are because, we gonna have to edit that out? <laughs> no, because it's it's a it's a nineteenth century word, so it's a, it's oh, a, it's Lord. appropriate at this point. Oh, I think. You know my parents listen to this, Rob. Come on. <laughs> I do not want them Googling. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying, like for him to blow his way out of town the way he did. And again, I don't have any issues with guys, you know, pursuing their own happiness and doing what's right for them in their own careers. That's totally acceptable. But the way that he did it, the public disrespect over and over and over in those last, what, two and a half weeks there in Houston was, was, it was unseemly. I mean, it was something that even his most staunch defenders can't defend. He, 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 what he did was not professional in any stretch of the imagination. What he did was disrespectful to the organization, disrespectful to his teammates. And actually it put a lot of his own guys at risk because he refused to follow COVID protocols and he put the health of his teammates and his teammates, families, you know, in danger. Thank did you. it work? Yeah, but that's by not- any means necessary. That's fine. But <laughs> if you're going to go through that level to get yourself traded, I think at a minimum, there's got to be like a two-year window before Houston oh. puts out the thank you, James Harden, uh, video tribute, or in this case, retiring a jersey. I think it's too soon, and it makes them look very weak. I just, I can't, oh, oh, What what is two years going to do? Why two? Why not three? Why not one? Like, there's no time limit that is going to make this better. It's always going to be ugly. What about Anthony Davis? Do you remember how bad that was in New Orleans? Like he had, he was playing some games, and they were like, "No, no, no, no! If we sit him too much, it's going to be a bad look. We got to play him." It was ugly. They were booing him at home. I mean, it was terrible, and it ended up fine. The Pelicans got Zion. Anthony Davis got a ring. Everybody's happy. Is New Orleans retiring Anthony Davis' jersey? They probably should. I mean, who, who who's been better than Anthony Davis in the history of the New Orleans Pelicans? That's not Don't the question. Are, are they retiring his jersey? Have they made an announcement already while he's playing? We are going to retire his jersey as the best player in this franchise's history. They have not done that. I that that there you go. Case closed. There's no reason to make this announcement now. Like, what was it now? Is it two months? Have we been three months since it, this all happened? Two months. Do you not understand? That he dragged their entire franchise through the mud to get where he wanted to go. It was ugly. It it was it was terrible. It made great for for guys like me and you because it gave us something to talk about. Right. And, and again, we have no issue with him forcing his way out of town. That's not that's not the problem. But there's a right way and a wrong way to do things sometimes. And okay, him forcing his way out of town the way he did. The the ends I guess justify the means, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that Houston needs to you know, give him a farewell tour on the way out the door to give him okay. a going away present. I don't like that. If I'm Houston, here's my logic behind it. Okay. Um, first of all, I looked it up. The Pelicans have only retired pistol Pete. Uh, he's the only one who's been retired by the Pelicans, not even Chris Paul. Um, it's a little surprising, but at any rate, if I'm the Rockets, what are we right now? Are we a laughing stock? Uh, we're obviously a very bad basketball team. Victor Oladipo, essentially stiff-armed us and was like, yeah, no thanks. I want to hit the open market. Okay? We need some positive energy up in Houston. Okay? The Houston Astros are frauds and everybody hates them. They're the most hated team in baseball. The Houston Texans are a joke in the NFL and everybody's fleeing town. If I'm the Rockets, 
I am building whatever positive vibes I can around John Wall and his little decent spurt here. He hasn't been great, but he's coming back healthy from an injury. Christian Wood, if and ever he, he ever returns, he's very good. And I would say, yeah, let's show James Harden some love. Show him that we're a uh, stand-up franchise that really believed in him and he gave us many good years. I think it's almost like a show, Rob, to put on for other players. There's a level of respect. Even though James Harden didn't show it to us, we're going to show it to him. Uh, Not to get too biblical, but, um, you know, you're not supposed to really hate anyone. You're supposed to turn the other cheek. You're supposed to love your neighbor. Um, Maybe that's what Houston's doing. I don't necessarily think that's the plan. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate and look at it from their point of view. Okay. Um, If you wanted to play that game, then why didn't they hire Sam Cassell to be their next head coach? That's the perfect way to show that we value have a certain family atmosphere here in the Rockets organization. We value guys who were good to us back in the day and, and they had him in for an interview and just said, thanks, but no thanks. So wouldn't that go further, you know, for developing that line of thinking than, than retiring the Jersey of a guy who set fire to the franchise on his way out the door? That's fair. Uh, I would, I guess my only pushback on that would be, listen, Steven Silas has been around the game for, uh, you know, 20 years. He's been an assistant forever. Hey, you know what? Let's throw this guy a bone. He's been with the org a couple years. Like, uh, let's let's be nice to him. He's not long. Like, nobody thinks Steven Silas is going to be there throughout the rebuild for the next five years. Let's just make him the coach. Okay? They're going to be awful. We get that. This is a rebuilding era. Everybody goes through the rebuilding. Like, I mean, Silas has been in the building for a couple years. I, I mean, that's the only argument. I, yes, Sam Cassell looks like he's ready to be a head coach. Um, I, I, he's probably happy he didn't take this, not to get to all Eric B. Enemy on you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Sam Cassell is going to look at this. And he, where is Sam Cassell? Clippers bench? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's probably going to be happier getting to the playoffs with the Clippers and losing in the second round than winning like 20 games with the Rockets uh, and looking at the roster heading into the offseason and being like, oh, we're going to be hot garbage again. Um, so in the long run, you know, win for Sam Cassell to not get this gig. Um, although I got to give a shout out to my guy Dante Jones, who I believe is also on the Clippers bench. Um, their assistant, their staff is solid. Um, their head coach, you know, leaves a little something to be desired. Well, quick question, because I have some thoughts also on your uh, James Harden MVP case that you made. Oh, of course but a real quick question, you know, the Rockets have retired six jerseys in their history. Um, most recently, Yao Ming. Do you think mm-hmm. that Yao Ming deserved to have his jersey? Well, retired? I mean, he's uh, basically the bridge to Asia um, for the NBA. Like he is... You know, you look. You can't recount the history of the NBA in the last thirty years without Yao Ming. He's one of the seminal players. I mean, you know, Magic, Larry, ushered in the '80s. Then they passed the torch to Isaiah and Jordan. Um, and then there was kind of the the Shaq, Kobe, Iverson, and, and Yao Ming's right in there with that batch of guys. Right? Is he not uh, in the early two thousands? Given yeah. how, how good Asia's been to the NBA and how much it's opened up uh, the pocketbooks and the um, financial windfall the league has gotten thanks to Yao Ming, uh, yeah, yeah, I totally get that Yao Ming jersey is retired. He, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that he was a great player. 
Um, but as in, in terms of an ambassador for the league, he was outstanding. God, I wish you were my boss. You're just giving out accolades and, and bonuses and raises for anybody. Well. <laughs> I mean, Yao Ming, well, I mean, most of the time he was hurt. So, you know, he doesn't really be able to do much. I think he made it to the second round once in his career. So okay. uh, shout out to uh, honoring mediocrity in the oh, Houston or- Rockets organization. So, okay, I'm looking up Yao now. You know, I mean, the guy was what, seven foot six? Yeah, I'm shocked he was injured. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, injured at the same level of uh, Kristaps Porzingis. If See, that, that's why there's perks to guys like me who are five seven on a good day. We don't get hurt like that. We don't get yeah, lower Yao, leg extremity okay. injuries. So just for the record, Yao, 22 and 10 in 2006, 22 and 10 in 2008, 25 and 9. In 2007, in his prime, those were three good years. Now he never played 60 games, and you know, in that stretch. But um, this is a really good basketball player. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm not saying he was great. He was never an All NBA guy. Um, let me see who his comps are on. Oh, jeez. And I feel bad. Now. I don't. I didn't mean to pile on Yao Ming. I was now, trying to make. I was, I was just trying Yao to make Ming. a point, you know. But I, I, I know. Shout out to Yao. We we love Yao Ming. Yeah, uh, but, his, his stats uh, basically in line with uh, like win shares of Dikembe Mutombo, um, Brad Doherty, B- B- Bill Lambeer, uh, yeah, Swin Nader. So uh, nobody's calling Yao, Yao Ming a uh, iconic um, basketball player, but in terms of what else he did for the league, yeah, he's certainly understandable. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television 
today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, well, it's fitting that you brought up Brad Doherty because he's the guy who made some headlines um, on a Tuesday where he said that uh, James Harden is absolutely the best player in the NBA. I think this kind of segues to the MVP, you know, nugget that you dropped earlier in the pod. I a thousand percent think that if the MVP race is close, which right now it is, I think LeBron, Embiid, Harden, all kind of right there. Curry. If it's, Cur- okay. Game. <laughs> all right. If it stays nip and tuck the way it is, I think that they are going to count that Houston exit against him and he is not going to win the MVP. Yeah, I, I I I don't totally disagree, but I, at the same time, I also think they've given him the MVP. How many MVPs does he have? Is it one or two? He has one. One. Okay, they gave him the MVP, and then he flamed out in the postseason. Like, they remember that. The NBA voters, right? This is not a thing where it's like, oh, if you have the best stats, you're the MVP. Like, the voters have a huge say. Like, Steph Curry ain't going to win another one. They've given him two. Okay, uh, Giannis. No matter what happens, the Bucks could win twenty five straight games. Giannis is not getting a number, another MVP. He's just not. I mean, I think Harden will have a great chance, but ultimately, it's going to be tough to pass up LeBron. It's just it is. Um, and I, I mean, I know the entire Lakers team is hurt right now. Kuzma, Gasol with the COVID protocols, Anthony Davis. Like LeBron's just carrying them. He's putting them on his back and. As long as they're top three, I think, in the West, I think LeBron will get it. I agree. Now, now, do you think, sticking with that James Harden vein, where because he sabotaged, what was it, like five games, I think, with Houston, does the fact that the Lakers, oh the Lakers were so bad during that stretch when they didn't have AD, they didn't have Schroeder last week, I think they, went, they lost four straight. Do you think something like that gets counted against LeBron in the MVP? Because again, when it's close, just like in any debate, like when you're debating the greatest of all time, you know, LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, whatever, you you have to pick nits because they're all so good that you kind of have to pick at the littlest thing to 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 elevate the guy that you want. So I think this MVP race is going to be really close 
going all the way down to the last couple of weeks of the season. Do you think that the way that the Lakers were getting blown out on national TV for like three straight games, does that count against them? Because they say, hey, well, look, you were the MVP, but when their team really needed you and AD was out and Schroeder was out, your team sucked. I think these MVP races have a lot to do with how you started the season and how you end it. Like these, like a four-game stretch in early February, I don't think is going to be that definitive for an MVP race. There's so much behind you. Now, historically, guys who jump out to an early lead stay up there. They stay in the mix all season. Um, LeBron, though, is going to, we know he's not short of injury. He's going to be fine. He's going to be right there in the mix. Uh, and I think he'll get it. But yeah, and I, I, these voters, they're not going to pick nits the way these jackasses do for the Michael Jordan LeBron debate. Where they're about, you know, it's so funny. People love to bring up that Dallas final series. Um, And again, nothing against LeBron. He was bad in the series after game one. Ultimately, people are basically pinning an entire Jordan-LeBron debate on four finals games. Like in the middle of LeBron's career. Like seriously, they can't overcome a four-game stretch that LeBron had in the NBA Finals when he was like, I don't know, 28 years old. Nothing else seems to matter, Rob. It's funny. In logical races, oh, okay, that is one check in the column. And then you go to the next one. Oh, what about when Jordan came back from baseball? Oh, no, 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 he wasn't healthy. Oh, really? He played well in those 17 games. He averaged a ton of points. And then he got picked by Donald Royal and Nick Anderson and 3D Dennis Scott and the Orlando Magic took him to the house. In the playoffs. Well, that doesn't count. Jason News coming up. Oh, okay. That doesn't count. You know, it's like, that's what we do. We don't do that in MVP races. I, I, at least I don't think. Not, none, not, no smart people are going to say, hey, man, LeBron did lose four straight in the first week of February. I don't care what he did after that. You know, like, uh, it's, it's a little silly. But NASCAR analyst Brad Doherty coming in hot is saying James Harden. Now, I will say this, Rob. I believe it was last week. You and I chopping up who's the most important players in the league to their team. And LeBron was one. James Harden was two. Luka was three. By the way, the Steph Curry fans just murdered me on social media for that. I felt bad because, like, I'm a Curry guy. And, you know, they made a decent point. Like, okay, take Luka off the Mavs. They're bad. Take Curry off the Warriors. I mean, they're, like, worse than the Timberwolves, which which is, uh, you know, it's tough to argue against that. With AD but no LeBron... What are the Lakers? I don't know if they're a playoff team, but you know they're probably in the mix for six, seven, eight, nine. Um, Harden off the Nets. The Nets are still really good. So Warriors fans did have a fair gripe when you remove. If you're just looking at who makes teams better, Curry has to be four, if not uh, in the top three with LeBron, Harden, and Luka. Yeah, I don't think that's a very hot take. I mean, the show's called Straight Fire, and you deliver a lukewarm take like well, that. Well, no, people were just upset that Curry was left out, you know? And and, and all these fans are so sensitive, you know? Yeah. Bunch Especially of Steph Curry just fans, because I mean, he used to speak a little truth about his career, and people get all upset. Oh, you know? gosh, here we go. You know, Look at you when, digging when, when you, when, If you guys remember... In the preseason, Rob G. Oh, this this season will be pivotal. It's a referendum on Steph Curry. I am sticking by that. I mean, everyone wants to talk about. So based on what? So based on what you've seen, survey says what? Survey says he's he's a very good player. Like I've always said, he's a he's a great player actually. But to to say that he's 
already the second best oh. or the best point guard in NBA history. It, no, he's definitely is, not is a, the best. It's just he's a terrible take. Magic. I mean, he he okay. should be based on the current NBA standings and what we've seen in the last few years. He does not have the super team around him. He should be getting compared to Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard, not Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson. Well, the problem is we never saw Isaiah without Joe Dumars and the bad boys and Chuck Daly, the Olympic coach. Like, I mean, you know, Steph Curry, by the way, uh, fourth in the league in scoring, shooting 47%, 41% from three, 93% from the line. Top, looks like he's top, uh, top seven. He's ninth in player efficiency rating. Guy's incredible. Like I just, it just, it still baffles me. Rob, Rob G is not a Curry guy. I don't, I don't know how we got here. He's folks. so good that he got his team in the eighth seed. You know, I'm very impressed by what he's doing. You know, considering I, he's playing with a uh, defensive player of the year, multiple multiple time All Star, who at one time one time I think called himself the greatest defender in NBA history. He's uh with a multiple time championship. He's averaging like uh, seven points a game. Yeah, throw me off base here. <laughs> multiple time championship <laughs> player and coach at the helm. He's got a 20 point per game score uh, teammate in Andrew Wiggins. A- and he oh! has a, um, uh, uh, from what I've been told, is the best big man to come in the NBA in a couple of seasons in James Wiseman. <laughs> no, nobody says that. Nobody says that about so, James uh, apparent, apparently he's Apparently, he still needs more help because Dame okay. Lillard, with three starters out of the lineup for most of this past season, is uh, two games up in the loss column. Yeah, Lillard's been tremendous. Um, just because you threw Russell Westbrook's name out there, somebody posted this on Instagram. And, you know, I'm bored sitting in the Starbucks, not the line, but like in, at a stoplight or whatever, and I'm scroll, scrolling through Instagram. And I see, oh, Russell Westbrook. Oh, my gosh, he was so good in 2017. Average a triple-double and blah, blah, blah. I looked at that roster. Are you ready for this, Rob G.? Are you ready for this? Who was on that Thunder roster when Russ led the NBA, uh, won the MVP when he led the league in triple doubles, averaged a triple double for the Lay season? Lay it on me. They had DeMontis Sabonis, who is an all-star this year. He was a rookie. He was on the roster, being held back by Russell Westbrook. They had Victor Oladipo. Oh, yes, Oladipo. They got Oladipo. Um, he became an all-NBA player after he left Russell Westbrook. And if those two weren't good enough for you, you're going to love this one. They had a young player out of Syracuse by the name of Jeremy Grant, (laughs) who is now leading the Detroit Pistons in every statistical category and should have been an all-star, but the Pistons are total garbage. Um, So we're looking at some real talent. I mean, I didn't even mention Steven Adams. Uh, I can't say Doug McDermott with a straight face, but... um, that Russell Westbrook team had talent. They got dusted in the first round by James Harden. They won like 44 games. Um, that team with Russell Westbrook had more talent than these Warriors do. Fact. Big old facts, Rob G. So don't give me this Russell Westbrook. He, is, he can't see Steph Curry's galaxy with the Hubble telescope. That's a mic drop for you, man. All right. All right. Well, let's just... Uh... Just remember where you heard it first. I know that we have a good friend, mutual friend, Mark Willard, hosts his radio out in the Bay Area. Whenever they do, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do it during the middle of summer when uh, nothing's going on. The biggest Steph Curry hater in media, I would like to be considered for the uh, the poll whenever they do that. 
Why? Why would you want to be a considered a hater for anything? Be- dude? Because sometimes being a hater is not really being a hater. It's just the guy who's willing to say what's really going on. Because you know a lot of guys in the media, like <clears throat> Jason McIntyre, like to gloss over all the negative and only point out the positive. So when I when I bring a little uh, truth to the facts, you know, I feel like that that should qualify me. Okay. Um, listen, I'm not a hater by any stretch. I do have some people that I'm a little lower on than the general Russell public, Westbrook. than the unwashed masses. Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, um, you know, to a lesser extent, Dak Prescott. Um, that they're not so much targets as I'm just not a believer. So you've got to believe. Make me believe. Kyrie Irving, don't go AWOL. Russell Westbrook, make a jump shot. Make someone better. Like, has Russell Westbrook ever made anyone better? Now I'm really rambling. Um, Rob G, I do want to wrap up with this. Besides the fact that we have a great guest coming up tomorrow, you guys are going to love her. Um, I just started my showing my kids Friday Night Lights. Rob G, have you seen the full TV no. show series? I've seen have you seen movie, any of it? Read the book. Then never saw oh the TV show. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have cable or are you one of these no, YouTube TV weirdos? Okay. Um, yes. Is Spectrum? Okay. So go to um, hit the B, the blue button, and then type in Friday Night Lights, a series, and start that shit like tonight. The first episode is incredible. Um, my kids are into it so much that we're watching like half an episode a day. And I forgot how good the first season is. It, it's so friggin' good. Um, I would say after Lost, Friday Night Lights is the second best TV show of my lifetime that I really enjoyed. And that's excluding like growing pains and who's the boss and wonder years shows that Rob G wasn't even alive (laughs) when they debuted. Um, But do something for me folks besides subscribe rate and review. Just check out the series Friday night lights. I know a lot of you have Um, and Rob G I listen, I know you got a lot going on. You got the kid, you got the wife, uh, you got your new truck. Uh, did you get the season pass not for Disney yet, yet or is yet. that not But happening? I mean, you should, I mean, okay. Jason, we talk enough. You should know by now. My TV, I got a nice 65-inch TV in the living room. Wow. I only watch Disney Big Plus baller. on there. When I watch sports or Ooh. TV or movies, it's on my little 12-inch iPad. That, that's that's the world oh, I'm living in these my days. Oh, goodness. Uh, yes. All right. Uh all right, any parting shots, Rob G? Do you want to maybe apologize to Steph Curry? Steph uh, Curry is a fantastic nature? player. He's just not an all-time great player. That's all. We're gonna in the in the dog days of summer. We're gonna have to do like a top twenty all-time list. And I mean, the only decision for me is Curry. Is he has he cracked the top ten yet? That's really <laughs> the only question for me. Um, I thought Kevin Durant could. Um, I thought. I, I mean, yeah, I probably shouldn't even talk about the. Durant because I don't want to jinx him like I did when I said he was going to pass Kobe like a week later he ruptured his Achilles uh, I don't want that to happen again so I'm, I'm going to hold off on all that hype but uh, anyways this has been a lengthy fun podcast I hope it made your Wednesday morning even better we'll talk to you tomorrow I'm Saleya Mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.